With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at RepcoService.com. Uh, keep sending your heroes and villains nominations through for the Sporting Capital on a Monday night. Sam Hargraves with you. Uh, 0433981116 is the temper text line. Temper a mattress like no other. You can call them in 1300 736 736. A villain nomination came in from Dean saying Australia really needs a standalone T20 cricket team and coach. Perhaps Ricky Ponting and Adam Gilchrist as coaches. If you were going to put together uh, a new coaching structure for T20s, then this man really does need to be at the top of the list of it. It is an absolute privilege and a pleasure to spend the nights commentating uh, the Big Bash over the last couple of years and then now the T20 World Cup. My partner in crime, uh, Darren Berry, hello to you. Partner, you're too kind. Thanks for your kind words. Wow, what a couple of matches last night. Uh, fantastic. Before we get into that, um, I, I, I hear that I owe you a very big thank you because I hear that you've been a man in demand on the station all throughout <laughs> the day. <laughs> well, the big boys, you know, uh, Andy Marr and Gazy tried to sort of railroad me in and, and I remained loyal. I said, listen, I've already committed to Sammy Hargraves and I'm not into the big names. I'm just into the big workers. So I said, I'm staying with Sammy. Oh, you, you, you're a gem. You're an absolute gem. Uh, thank you. I, I very much appreciate it. Hey, um, let's start with uh, Australia before we get into some of the yep. other results. We, um, we came away from that game, both you and I, thinking, I don't, mm. I think we know less than what we did going in. It was a, a strange game because, yes, it was a five-wicket win and, yes, it was a fantastic bowling performance, but there's still several areas of concern for you. H- how did you rate the performance of Australia in the win over South Africa? Six out of ten I gave them because they got the win, and uh, that's what counts. They found a way to win, so we give them a tick. Uh, like you, I think, and like anyone, the bowling was very good. Very surprised Ashton Agar was left out, and I'll be interested Thursday night when they go to Dubai against Sri Lanka, whether they play the same team. Josh Hazelwood, you said it, he was magnificent. The bowling was good. 118, you win nine out of ten games. I thought at the halfway stage that Australia should have won it in 15 overs. Unfortunately, the question marks remain over our batting. And until Aaron Finch, Dave Warner and Mitch Marsh fire, and let's hope it's Thursday night or into the early hours of Friday, let's hope that they find that answer. If we're three for 30 again, then I think Australia have got some serious headaches with their batting lineup. So let's talk about the, the top order because I've got them as a, a villain nomination in my Heroes and Villains. Yep. Um, when we look at what they were able to put together, 25 runs between Warner, Finch and Marsh. Warner 14 off 15, played three good shots that showed real intent and, and he had real purpose about how he looked. He was aggressive at the, at the crease. He was sort of 
charging around. The shoulders were back. Um, Marsh, 11 off 17, found the going tough. And Finch, the duck, off five balls, who's still ranked number three in the world at T20 International Ooh. Cricket. Still averages over the last 18 games over 30, but only a couple of scores over 50. Hard to get a gauge on where he's at. What's the issue for us there at the top of the order? Yep. Yeah, well, again, I try and I try my best to deliver facts. Finch and Warner have been, let's say, have been mm. an outstanding a white ball opening combination. But the facts are they are out of form. Aaron Finch has had a knee operation and has had no game practice. He played two warm up games and he and he I think he got a twenty odd and a failure. So he's got not any recent form but his credit's in the bank and he's captain of the team. So he's a problem, but they're going to stay with Aaron Finch. No, he'll get, He's going to get three, probably four chances before, and I'm backing him to fire. David Warner, IPL, two failures, got dropped out of his IPL team. Fit, looking good, fit, but no runs. Warm-up matches, a duck and two, or a duck and one. The other night he came out with intent. That's what David Warner does. That's how he's going to play. My concern, Sam, and for anyone who watched that game or hopefully listened to us on SEN, he's off balance a lot of the time at the point of impact. And not just the shot he got out to, he is trying really hard, in my opinion, to make a statement. And I think the best thing he can do is stay still and hit the ball hard. When he got out the other night, Sam, he was on the move. He was on the move, which gives you no balance. Any, a game of golf, you, you steal and you hit a, a still ball. When the ball is coming towards you in cricket, you can't, or very rarely can you hit it when your body is moving. You can be advancing, taking the, but at the point of impact, you need to be still. If you watch closely and technically, Warner is constantly on the move at the point of impact and you lose control of the ball. I hope that Langer... McDonald, Jeff Vaughan, Michael DiVanito, there's enough heads there. Pull David aside and say, stop, let's find your balance, let's get your structure. He's the one for me that really we need to see something out of David Warner on Thursday night. Otherwise, I think the fire is right under his position. Are you still happy with Mitch Marsh at three, given that he was uh, easily and far and away Australia's best performer in the most two recent series between the West Indies and uh, Bangladesh? Yep. Disappointing the other night, but I'm giving him another chance. So you, you don't judge someone on one. No. Nope. But in this tournament, in this tournament, Sam, as you know, the group that Australia, there is no easy games. Well, there's no easy games, but I would say with respect that Namibia and Scotland in the other side of the draw are slightly easier games than Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. Now, they had a fiery encounter. We'll get to that in a minute. But what I'm saying is we you can't afford to just go, oh, we'll just give them another chance. You've got to be strong in your conviction. Australia will stay with the same top three, I believe, on Thursday night, early hours of Friday. But Mitchell Marsh, we'd love to see him come out. I'm sticking with him. I'm staying with Steve Smith as the glue in the middle. He's the man that can manipulate and guide. Glenn Maxwell at five. And then you know my my team is to have Josh Inglis at six as the finisher and the wicketkeeper. And then you play five bowlers. That's my team. Australia the other night had Stoinis and Wade. And many would say, thank goodness we did. Because Stoinis and Wade got us over the line. But I don't believe in my heart of hearts that that is the best 
balanced team to win the T20 World Cup. No, and they're both playing roles that that is not what they play in for their big, big for their big bash sides. They're both openers uh, with the Hurricanes and the Stars respectively. And yet now you're saying yep. that normal game you play in big bash cricket, we now want you to play a very different role. We want you to play um, a, a finishing role. To me, Sammy, and I don't know whether you and I have spoken about it. I, might, I think I did an interview on SE in Sydney, to be honest, and I, and I said oh, this. Oh, now Tell it me comes out, you, does it? Now we start that, to that, find out. That was about two weeks ago. Oh, tell, me if, <laughs> tell me if we spoke about it. You might have even said this to me. My brain's going, and I'm waiting for Monday night tie takeaway down here in Mornington. However, uh, it's like when they pick the All-Australian football team, Sam. Yes. I hate it when they pick six Ruck Rovers and stick one of them on a half-back flank and one of them on a half-forward flank, that's not where they play. That's not. So if you're that not the me. best yep. ruck rover, <laughs> that was you. Yep. So we've just... That's what I think Australia are picking, six ruck rovers, all right? Yep. When we actually... You know what we need? We need two good half-forward flankers to kick us some goals, yep. if people understand my analogy. The, the goals being kicked in the positions that they play. Stoinis and Wade open the batting for their franchises, so they get picked... But then they, then they bat him to say, can you go in with 18 balls to go? When there's five men on the boundary, that's very different to opening the big bash when there's only two out. It's a totally different role. And you know that I'm massive. On T20 cricket, it's a role-specific game. You need to play your role at a certain time. They got away with it the other night. Hey, I know I love Stoinis and Wade. I'm not on their back. No. But I think they've been picked in the wrong positions, Sam. No, I, I agree with you. And it's, it, is, it is the good analogy to use about how we, what we do with that all-Australian side and then asking someone to play a completely different role when you've got people in the side that actually do... Uh, in the squad, they yep. do perform those roles for their sides. Hey, let's have a look at some of the other games. We, Australia, obviously, the next game is Sri Lanka, 1am uh, Friday yep. morning. You and I will be uh, all present and correct for that. We might not be correct, but we'll be present. Um, a couple we'll of other really interesting games. West Indies are the reigning champions. Uh, they're the only team to win two oh. T20 World Cups. What on earth was that debacle? Uh, bowled out for 55 uh, in Sammy, the 15th over. Do you... Sammy, do you remember? You've got a pretty good memory. Mm. Before we went off air the other night at about 1am and we were looking at the West Indies lineup, do you remember what I said to you? you no, you don't. You, <laughs> you said to me that they've got a lot of hitting power. And they could do one of two things, the yes. West Indies. They could make 220 tonight with that power or because of their undisciplined nature... They could be all out. I think I said 70, so I was a bit generous. That is the... You know what you can guarantee with that West Indies lineup with the, with the people in it? They are consistently inconsistent. Yep. You know what I mean? They, they will put... They come out next game, Sam, the West Indies, and they could make 235 because their hitting power is unbelievable. But their, their mentality... And their lack of care for structure, their lack of care for discipline. Some fine man once said to me, no longer with us, you know my good friend Dean Jones, mm. he said to me, with, with discipline comes freedom. And I thought about that. And I said, mate, that, he go, with discipline, you have to have the discipline to earn the freedom. And that's what he was talking about to our team in the T20. So you've you got to... You've got to do the work, you've got to be prepared, you've got to get yourself in, you've got to adjust to the...
then you get the freedom. If you were, as I was driving home the other night, I listened to the coverage. Of, all right, and then you get the freedom. If you were, as I was driving home the other night, I listened to the coverage of that game. Second ball slogged up in the air. First ball clean bowled. Third ball slog up in the air. There was zero discipline, and what they got was a West Indian result. Phil Simmons should have torn the paint off the wall and say, if you're going to serve up that crap, we don't deserve to be in this competition. I'll repeat, you watch them come out next game and make 236. What a moment for Pakistan, Chuck. They've been trying to get a win over India, and we know what that means uh, and, and the... Uh, you know, what uh, is the byplay between these two countries? But th- they've been wanting a win over India at any kind of World Cup for a long, long time. They finally get their first one. I loved how they went about it, yep. a 10-wicket win, uh, but I also loved Virat Kohli, who was the first out there to hug uh, those two openers uh, and congratulate them uh, about what they'd achieved, knowing how much uh, it meant to them. I thought that was a, a beautiful moment as well. But Baba Azam and Mohammad Rizwan, what a performance from them with the bat. Outstanding. They made a huge statement last night. You, you've summed it up there. These two countries, obviously, sadly, we know the political unrest between the two over many, many years. And sometimes it bubbles over into the fans. And these two sides, traditionally, all right, have had some real tense battles. And India in the World Cup have dominated Pakistan. So this was a huge statement mm. in the fact that they didn't just win. They got them, none for 170 or whatever the score was. They made a mess of them and a real statement. I, the Pakistan team is good, and I looked at it last night. I didn't watch that game because so it was the late game. I watched the highlights, and I looked at their team. They've got a good team, a good blend of youth and experience. Pakistan, Shaheen Shah Afridi, yep. swung the ball. He's a beautiful player. Um, Lucky enough, Sam, to work with a few of those boys in our PSL team. Bubba Azam, Asif Ali, who's dangerous at number six. He can hit a clean ball. Uh, Hassan Ali didn't do that well with the ball last night. Bubba Azam was just a young kid. You know, when Dino and I were with him, what are we talking, six, seven years ago now, he's now a very mature, uh, cool, calm customer. Beware. Pakistan last night, impressive. I think India will bounce back. Those two sides are strong. Uh, and I just hope that our team, Australia, can get through to those semi-finals. Another big game Thursday night when you and I together. Sri Lanka were also impressive last night yep. against Bangladesh. Were in their run chase, magnificent. They chased them down, and I, I was a bit. I watched that game because I had to get all the names right. And what we've got, Sammy, we've got uh, we've got Asalanka, we've got Nasalanka, we've got Shannonanka, and we've got Sri Lanka. So it should be good fun Thursday night. It is. Uh, we're, we're out of time here, mate, but it's, uh, thank you so much for uh, your loyalty. It means the world. When the big dogs came knocking, you, you stuck fat, uh, and that's why we love you. Um, you uh, it's been brilliant doing the first game with you. Can't wait for what's to come. I'll speak to you on uh, Friday morning. Look forward to you in the wee small hours, mate. Australia, Sri Lanka, don't forget to join in uh, SEN. Looking forward to it, Sammy. Cheers, mate. Uh, Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.